Welcome to the ICAA Today podcast with your host, me, David Tilly. Uh, something new we're starting off with, just doing a podcast, something we hadn't done before in this, and it's kind of an underground league, you know, getting out there now. Uh, what is the ICAA? The ICAA is the Independent Collegiate Athletic Association. Um, it's just something that me and a bunch of uh, friends of mine got together. We started doing uh, several years ago. And we just, we've kind of grown it into something underground. We've got, I think, a total of right around a little over 20, 20 25 players in this league. Um, one's actually gone on to be a head coach. Uh, we use NCAA Football 12 and then NCAA Football, or actually NCAA Football 12 and then uh, Madden 12, since it's just easier progression to bring a player from college to pros that way i know you can do it in madden 13 and heck we could do it in ncaa 14 and go on to madden 20 or whatever but uh, it's just easier to be able to save all of the players that we use in the dynasty on ncaa 12 transfer it over to madden 12 and just continue on that way Uh, we started off with one player his name was pierre boss at that uh, florida atlantic if you haven't seen any of his games, it's on YouTube. Uh, we'll probably put some on the new uh, ICAA channel. But start off with him, and it just continued to grow. Went from one player to two to three to now 25. Began a Discord channel to try and get things up and going. We've tried to get things that were going with a new Twitter page and new YouTube just to solely alone use, um, use the ICAA brand. I mean, we've done it on different uh, locations, but this is something that we're hoping to help grow it and continue it on. Um, But I'm already into this two minutes. I think we should get on to the teams and the players that are on there, kind of preview everything. Uh, We'll start off with the first one in Alabama. Uh, We've got several players on this team. We'll start off. They're actually all, I believe, on defense. Uh, I'm actually going through the rosters right now uh, while I'm recording this. First one, he's an All-American senior, defensive tackle. Eric Latham, number 99. You'll see him this year. He's a senior, so we expect to see him in the pros next year. Hopefully, he's a 95 overall defensive tackle, All-American. Looking at his stats, uh, just to past three years um, last year was kind of a dip for looking at his stats uh, 2012 he had 33 tackles total um, he had 18 and a half sacks and 12 in the in the game 12 um, and then in the game 2013 um, he had 22 tackles with two and a half sacks and then 14 19 total tackles with six and a half sacks so he's kind of trended down a little bit uh, hopefully this year will be his breakout year. He's won the Nagurski and the Lombardi Trophy in his uh, freshman season. Hopefully he gets to break out a little bit. Um, and then we also have another defense tackle as a junior, Tim Shaw. He's a 6'2 uh, defense tackle, number 92. You'll see him this year. Uh, he didn't play much his freshman – or he played some his freshman year. He had six total tackles. He didn't play hardly any in his um, – sophomore year so his junior year hopefully get to play some 
I believe Alabama runs a 3-4 defense. So he'll be more of a backup behind Eric. Uh, this is going to be hopefully a, a player that can break out a little bit. And then we have a redshirt sophomore at defensive tackle. There's a lot of defensive tackles in this team. Redshirt sophomore, 6'3", a defensive tackle, 94. Chris Heritage, uh, last year he played some, not much. He only has one assist tackle on the stats. Um, hopefully he can get something going, but he's probably going to be another couple of years before he – or a couple of seasons, I should say, before he actually gets going uh, with Eric and Tim ahead of him. He's 82 overall defensive tackle. Tim's 86. I mean uh, – so I believe you know, he'll have a shot eventually. But it's just going to be going to be a little bit before he gets there. Uh, next is we'll go to middle linebacker. We have a couple middle linebackers. This is a sophomore. Then uh, the last season, he was a 2014 best linebacker. He was awarded. Uh, he's 5'10", 233, a sophomore. J.D. Drew, he's number 56. You'll see him for Alabama. Um, last season, he had 37 tackles, 23 for a loss. It's seven and a half sacks, interception, uh, two forced fumbles. So he's he's looking to really uh, step it up this year. Uh, hopefully he can make a bigger impact this year for Alabama. Uh, and there's another uh, middle linebacker. He's a senior this year. You'll see him some. Uh, it's Tim Skinner's number 55, 5'10", senior. Uh, first season he had 14 tackles, uh, one sack. His sophomore season, he had 27 tackles with two and a half sacks. And the last season, he had 19 tackles for a sack and a half, one interception. Uh, and he had a defense touchdown. So maybe he could pick it up. Hopefully so. I mean, I'd, senior year, you want to go out in style. He's 92 overall, red linebacker. Uh, and then we have a uh, right outside linebacker. He is also a senior, 5'8". He's a short guy. Number 54, Jerry Massey. Uh, he's been kind of he's been kind of behind on us. He's been second string. Um, what people don't realize this has been going on. And last season was actually the first season. You know, we uh, had some people move up, so they were going to pro. Um, looking at it, he was he was behind somebody who was a really good linebacker. Um, hopefully, he gets to. Step up this year. Freshman season, he only had seven tackles. Uh, sophomore season, 18 tackles with a sack and a half. And the last season, he had 24 tackles with two and a half sacks. A pick and also a defense touchdown. So uh, hopefully he gets to get in and do a lot more damage this year, being a, a senior, 89 overall linebacker, or excuse me, 92 overall linebacker. Uh, expecting big things out of him. Uh, then we go. Free safety. It's a sophomore. Uh, he was behind somebody last year. That person graduated. Uh, Adam Bailey. He's a 5'10". Free safety. He had, only had two tackles last year. 85 overall. Hopefully he gets to uh, make a lot more impact this year now that he's now that he's a starter. Hopefully this year he'll be able to do that. We'll see. Um, then we get into Auburn. Auburn has a quarterback um, starting off. It, he's going to be behind a uh, redshirt senior, 91 overall. 
So he'll be coming in hopefully next season. We'll see him more as number two, Caleb Beams. Uh, last season, he did get to play some. He had uh, 113 attempts for 692 yards, passing five touchdowns. He threw three picks of the quarterback overall rating of 111.2. So he's not a bad quarterback. Um, I think he played a lot of garbage time last season. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to get in some this season, build up a little bit, but we'll probably see him more next year. Uh, I don't expect to see too much out of him. Um, I feel like I may have missed somebody out of Alabama. Now that I'm thinking about it. No, I did not. Okay. Um, continue on with Auburn. Let's see. Oh, I had some out of Auburn. Oh, here we go. Then we also have a All-American wide receiver for Auburn. His name's Nick Tolstick. And this is what's crazy. This is a stacked, a stacked wide receiver core. Um, he is a junior this year, but this is a wide receiver and core that has, I'm counting, four seniors ahead of him and one redshirt junior. Um He's right now the number six slotted wide receiver. I'm hoping he'll get to play some this year. Uh, I know last year, or the past two seasons, he hasn't done bad. He had 53 receptions his freshman year for 556 yards, six receiving touchdowns. Um, he was averaging about 42 a game that year. Um, last season, he had 45 receptions for 620 yards. So he gained on his... Uh, receiving yards, not as many receptions. He had four receiving touchdowns, um, averaging about 44 yards. So hopefully he'll get in a lot more. You know, he's an 87 overall All-American, which is crazy being an All-American wide receiver and, you know, be your number six uh, slotted wide receiver. Hopefully we'll get to see him a lot more this year than what the depth chart is showing. Uh, then we go into defensive end. Got another All-American, a 5'10 junior, number 84 overall, Skylar Condra. He's number 93. Uh, we'll see him a lot this year. Uh, freshman year, didn't really play much at all. Last year, he got in 28 total tackles, 20 for a loss, seven uh, total sacks last year. Uh, he had a forced fumble in there. Expecting a lot of things out of him. Being a junior, uh, expecting him to make a big impact on that defensive line. We'll see. Uh, then we get a freshman, you know, number 65. Uh, he's 91 overall, James White. He's six foot four, 285. They're expecting big things out of him to be able to clog the run. I think that's something they had a problem with last season was you want know, to clog the run up the middle. Uh, I don't see a lot of him this year. Uh, we got another freshman. He's 94 overall, 94 overall. Rated linebacker, middle linebacker, up in 57, Josh Musgrove is 5'10", 258. Um, they're expecting a lot out of him this year. Expecting to make a big impact. Um, they're expecting him to really step up. Another freshman for Auburn. Auburn brought in a big recruiting class this past year. I think they had around, I think, six five-star recruits come in. Um, I think four of them we're going through right now. Uh, other one was a 81 overall rated quarterback. Uh, let's see. Sorry. 84 overall rated quarterback. 
Uh, his name's Andrew Yee. Uh, he's 5'10", freshman, number 37. He's 81 overall. Hopefully we'll see him a lot more. He's looking to probably play the nickelback more than likely. Um, they got two corners about it now, uh, junior and a freshman. Uh, so they, the freshman's also 81 overall with Andrews. So there's going to be a lot of competition for that number two. Uh, slotted cornerback. May play a lot of nickel. Uh, probably use a lot of dime coverage this year. I mean, I expect Andrew to compete for that number two spot and possibly just the head, you know, cornerback position next year. We'll see. Um, maybe he will. And then we got a fresh, not freshman, a sophomore free safety. He's 91 overall, number 33, Tyler Lee. Uh, he played last year as a freshman. He was All-American this year. He had nine tackles last year, uh, three interceptions. So they're expecting him to do big things this year. Um, really wanting him to step up and be more of the athlete they uh, know he can be. Uh, that's about much I can say about him. Then we got um, going to Clemson. We have one player, I believe, on Clemson. Yes, one more player on Clemson. He's a 99 overall rated wide receiver, a junior All American, Jacob Cunningham. He's number 15. He's six foot four. Uh, he was one of the early players that joined up with the league. Uh, he's been one of the ones who's pretty active in the comment section when it comes to these kind of games. Um, he had 62 receptions his freshman year for 1,000 and, or excuse me, 1,103 yards with nine total touchdowns. Last season he had 68 receptions for 1,140 total yards with 14 total touchdowns. Uh, he's averaging about 80 yards a game. Um, Clemson's going to probably want to throw it deep to him a lot this year. I mean, he's uh, 99 overall, really sp- athletically inclined. He's got really fast speed, but he's not as strong as a lot of people are ex- want him to be. So don't let that 99 overall already fool you. I think it's more of his size and speed and his ability to run routes. Um, as far as his awareness and strength, they're kind of on the lower end of things. Uh, don't know if I would expect a whole lot of things from him. I expect him to lead Clemson to a decent year this year, but I don't expect Clemson to uh, really have that big of an impact in the grand scheme of things when it comes to nationally rankings. Uh, then we go to Florida State. Florida State had a All-American running back last year. Uh, his name was Buck Masters. You'll see him in the pros hopefully coming up. Uh, he went pro last year. as 99 overall halfback this year. Uh, they got a sophomore wide receiver. He's an 81 overall. Number 83, John Lancaster. He's six foot seven. He's one of the biggest receivers we have. Um, in the league. But the only negative thing is, even as a sophomore, uh, I think you ain't registered last year or just, in, just didn't play much, Has hasn't got any stats yet, but he's number two slotted wide receiver and a very, very, very young receiving core. Uh, they have one lone senior at number age six, Jerome Smith. And he's, you know, the second sophomore on this group with the 81 and the 78. So, I mean, um, Really expect him to be more of the possession receiver out of the two. Um, I know the, the number one receiver is 97 speed. Uh, John is 75 speed. So you're you going to see him a lot with the possessions, being able to catch the 
those curl routes, those out routes, making those catches that you, the quarterback's going to need. Uh, I don't expect big things from Florida State this year. I mean, they're a team that's uh, they're a team that really, I think, is going to need some help this year on the long run. But we'll see what all actually happens. Um, then we'll move over to LSU. And LSU is a team that's kind of tricky when it comes to one of their players. They have a junior halfback, 85 overall. And believe it or not, this halfback is not even on the halfback list. Uh, they have two, I have a senior and junior and then a sophomore that's above him rating-wise. But even then, still doesn't make it. He gets on the fullback depth chart. And he was a starting fullback last year. Um, he's really big and powerful. He's 5'10", 183. Don't let the pounds fool you because this guy can block and make a play. Uh, last year, he had one rush attempt. Um, no touchdowns. It was for eight yards. Um, previous year, he had six attempts for 25 yards in his freshman year. So, I mean, I, I think LSU, if they can get him involved just for the fact of, you know, how strong this guy is, I think he's going to make a big thing. Uh, but LSU does hype up, though, a little bit. They got a wide receiver. He's a sophomore this year, All-American, 89 overall, but he's the number three slotted guy behind a, or a junior and a senior this year. Number 82, Jared Young. Uh, he's a sophomore, like I said, 6'1", 192. Uh, he had 36 receptions last year for 453 yards. He's got five touchdowns receiving-wise. Uh, I'm going to look at those receptions going up. I would say almost double maybe. Uh, at least get 50 receptions out of him this year. I think he's going to make a bigger impact than you know, being just number three slotted. Um, and you got tight end. Sophomore, I don't know how this guy did not make the uh, All-American list, but he's a 99 overall tight end. He's six foot five, number 88, Cody Smith. Um, he had 14 receptions last year for 275 yards, five receiving touchdowns. Um, for a 99 overall guy, his numbers are low for a tight end. Uh, for a six foot five tight end, anyway, they can run. I uh, know he was hurt the previous season. Uh, that's the one thing that's going to bite in this league is we do allow injuries to happen uh, and allow him to be out for several weeks. I think he was out for five to six weeks, so that's really going to hurt him because um, he was averaging 91 yards a game. So you put that in perspective, he probably ran a lot of deep balls. Um, look at the rest of LSU's um, – Rest of LSU's defense, I believe that that might do it for LSU's defense. Let's just double check everything. Yeah, that's it for LSU's defense. Uh, I know they had a really, really good, uh, really, really, really good uh, defense tackle last year. He went pro. Um, so I expect to see him doing big things in the pros this year, next year at least anyway. Uh, then we have the Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State has a uh, only one player on this team. He's a halfback. Uh, he's a senior this year. Uh, this guy I know from just from 
Watson has worked his way. He's at 83 overall now. He's six foot senior, 46, or number 46, Stanley Oden. Um, this guy has kind of been up and down. He's had to fight for that starting position. Uh, his freshman year, uh, they kind of ran a two-back scheme. Uh, he only had 14 rushing attempts, 48 rushing yards, um, no touchdowns. His sophomore year, uh, they really had a just a prime time back. They had coaching change. He only had two rushing attempts for 10 yards. I mean, he that that running back they had was a beast. And then last year, uh, he kind of lost the starting job. He started off with it, got hurt, broke his collarbone, I believe. He was out for like 11 weeks. And they had a uh, a backup running back. His name was Vo. You'll see him hopefully in the pros as well. And actually almost won the Heisman that backup running back did for State. And Stanley only had 25 rushing attempts for 88 yards and only two touchdowns. Um, this year, they're really hoping he's going to have a breakout year this year and make an impact. Uh, they really want him to step up and – be able to run the football when they want to run the football. Uh, I know that's something that's kind of hindered them just a little bit. Uh, we'll go to the next team. Next team is going to be Ole Miss. Ole Miss has got one player. Uh, it's a middle linebacker. His name is Jason Criswell. He's All-American this year. Junior from 59. He's at 84 overall. Six foot one, two thirty-seven. Jason's been one of those players too. Like Stanley, he's kind of had to fight his way for his. Starting position, his freshman year, he only had one tackle, uh, one tackle for a loss and four assisted. Last season, he had seven tackles, three for a loss, one sack. Uh, he's been behind some linebackers. It's just been just barely good enough. When a team that runs a 4-3 defense, you know, only one middle linebacker can run. And this year, he gets the chance as a junior, 84 overall. There's no other middle linebacker, so – any of his backups are playing other positions. So it's up to him to be able to lead that linebacking core for Ole Miss. Um, we'll see just how well he does, though, man. It's going to be a challenge just to watch how good he does. Um, moving on to the next player. Uh, which not really – Seeing him right now. I will tell you who it is. It's a uh, wide receiver. It says Corey Cowart. Um, probably won't see him this year. Um, Oregon's probably a team you won't see much. You may see them a few times this year, um, which is crazy. Um, now he's not, I guess, as a freshman. They don't want to give it to him. I just found him on, our, on their tight end list. I guess they're just short that many people that tied in, but he's 95 overall when they put him at tight end. He's number 86, 5'10", freshman. Um, I expect you'll see him a lot more than what they have on the depth chart. 95 overall. Um, I think what probably hinders him more is his, his, his speed. He's strong. He's very agile. He excels well. But he's just, he doesn't have a whole lot of speed. So I think tight end is probably his best bet this year. Um, so he works on his speed. I believe now I understand why. Because their number six slot is 83 speed. 
and he's a 73 speed and a wide receiver. But 95 overall at the tight end position, um, they may try and work with him and get him out of that wide receiver and may try and work him at tight end some. I mean, it's, I still can't believe that, you know, he's a wide receiver. It's really, really slow, and they haven't moved him to tight end and run with him. I mean, it's, it is really shocking, to be honest. Uh, then we'll move on to TCU. So another team. Uh, TCU's got a uh, sophomore cornerback. He's 82 overall. He's the number three cornerback. I think it's kind of the same way. I mean, he's going to probably play a lot of nickel this year. Um, he's behind a senior and a junior that are just barely – better overall rating than him uh, last season. He did get to play a lot you know, as, as the nickel. He had 27 tackles, um, 11 for a loss, no interceptions or anything like that. He had 39 assist tackles. He had one sack. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think you'll see a lot of him again playing that uh, nickelback position. I think TCU will use him a lot when it comes to that. I don't expect anything different out of that. Uh, so we'll see what what they plan on doing. It's like I said, it's going to be a very, very good uh, outcome, hopefully for this kid. Hopefully he gets to be the starting quarterback next year. Uh, and then we move on to the next team, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee has a senior quarterback. He's six foot seven, eighty-eight overall. Uh, number thirteen, Heath Simpson. You'll see him a lot this year. Hoping anyway, uh, his freshman year he got to play due to an injury to the starting quarterback. He had 50, or 567 yards. He had five total touchdowns and eight interceptions, which which is crazy considering his quarterback rating was 133. Uh, those interceptions would not be good. Then that starting quarterback came back his sophomore year. Um, they played a lot. He only had 400 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And last year, he was the man. He had uh, 2,100 yards. <coughs> Excuse me. 19 total touchdowns, eight interceptions, a passer rating of 138. Um, completed 55% of his passes. He averaged about 200 yards a game. Uh, he's the impact player for Tennessee. They expect him to do a lot. Six foot seven, you know, he's a big, big guy. They're expecting to. Um, Really be able to move the ball down the field. 89 overall awareness. Uh, this is a guy that you know, you're going to expect to really, really make an impact on the passing game. I mean, if you got a guy that can see over everybody at six foot seven, I mean, you're just you're asking him to please throw the football. And then we're going to move to Troy. Uh, this is you know a guy or a team that is new. Uh, it's the first time we'll see Troy this year. Uh, Troy is a team that got a three-star wide receiver. I mean, it was three stars, three or excuse me, a four-star wide receiver last year. But he's only seventy overall. Um, he's quick, he's strong, but I think route running wise, uh, he's coming into a receiving core that's young, so he'll have a chance to compete. I mean, it's, there's a junior on this wide receiving core. One sophomore and the rest are freshmen with him. He's uh, number 12, Casey Hall. He's a freshman, six foot two. Um, like I said, he's got a chance to compete for that starting job. And they have a junior, he's 82 overall. Then in, uh, two, 
then one sophomore, 71 overall rating, and then the rest are freshmen, 71, 71, 70, and he's also a 70. So uh, don't be surprised by the end of next year, or actually, excuse me, end of this year, that he's up there possibly at the two, three, four wide receiver, even next year coming up, being that two or three slot competing for that starting job. Uh, Troy is really going to be a team that you're going to have to look out for. Uh, it's going to be a team that's going to be very, very, uh, very surprising. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how Troy does. We our first look at him. We our first uh, group of five team we've had since Florida Atlantic and Pierre Boss. Um, those who didn't watch the series, I'm going to try and put a few, few videos up on our our side of Pierre Boss. I mean, he was a dynamic. Uh, quarterback for Florida Atlantic. I think he led the team to nine wins one season. Uh, he was really good. Didn't make it to pros. Uh, we'll get more info on that actually here in a little bit. Moving on to our last prospect, or excuse me, our last freshman, uh, Georgia. This is a new team as well. Um, we'll see some of Georgia this year. They got a 96 overall freshman punter, Dylan Reeves, All American. Uh, out of Louisiana, five foot nine. Uh, like I said, we'll probably see a few games of Georgia this year. Just to watch Dylan Reese number fourteen. Uh, he's this is this is a team that you know went after punter. They got in the league, you know, just by draft or right, drafting, but recruiting a punter and getting a punter on board. Um, like I said, I'll, we'll see probably a couple of games of, this, of them this year, but not a whole lot of games. Uh, let's move to recruiting, though. Recruiting, we'll have five recruits. That, you know, as we go into recruiting, uh, if you want to add a player to this league, have your guy on our YouTube getting uh, seen, have him talked about here on this podcast, in our Discord. Uh, you can find the information in our Discord. Uh, you can go to our Twitter at ICAA Sports, uh, and click on the link. It takes you straight to our Discord. Uh, I'll try and put a link in our Discord in the show notes here. And there's application to be a uh, be a player. There's a application to be a head coach. And now that I'm saying that, let's go back to uh, teams previews. I completely just overlooked this guy. I don't know how I did it. So Pierre Boss was our number one player ever to be created in this league. And he did amazing things. He still has records at Florida Atlantic. Well, he's now the, after missing last year, you know, not being in the pros, took year two off. He is now coming up as a head coach. He's a head coach at uh, Utah State. A lot of people are excited about Utah State. Um Kind of curious to see what they're going to do. Uh, they're projected, I believe, to win the WAC conference. Yes, the WAC is still involved in this league. Uh, they got an 87 overall halfback, a 77 overall quarterback, um, some, some decent linebackers. Um, I'm curious to see what he's going to do. He's running that Florida Atlantic playbook as a pro style with a three three with a three three five defense. Um, he's going to want to throw it a lot. I think it's 60-40 as his percentages. Uh, so really, really look at it. I think Utah State's going to be a team we're going to see hopefully do good. Now, on to recruiting. 
Um, starting off number one of our ranked quarterback five stars at Auburn, Alabama. He's six foot two, hundred ninety six. Cameron Sanders. Um, his top three teams right now are Auburn, LSU, Alabama. Uh, this is a guy that's really gonna uh, really make a big impact. He's A plus when it comes to throwing power and accuracy. He's not quick at all. Pretty good awareness. Um, really looking to see what he does this year. Uh, number two overall is a five star, six foot defensive tackle, um, David C. His top three schools at LSU, Auburn, Oklahoma. He is really strong. A uh, lot of power moves. Really looking forward to seeing him. Then we got a number three, a five star halfback, Greg Howard. He's out of Columbus, Mississippi. He's a power back. Um, not really quick, but he's really strong. Strong as an ox. Top three teams are LSU, Auburn, Oklahoma. Um, this is a trend that I'm starting to see. You know, Auburn had a the number one recruiting class last season. It was the first time they've had that. It was, I think, Alabama in the first season. Uh, and then it was, I want to say, uh, Oregon was the second year. And then this past year was Auburn. So Auburn's really stepping up. LSU is up there. I've seen a lot of LSU. Uh, Oklahoma is awesome the team I've seen up there. Uh, number next uh, recruit is number six overall. Uh, Judson Smith is a middle linebacker, six foot one out of Auburn as well. Top three schools are Auburn, Oklahoma, LSU. Um, really, really, really looking forward to seeing him this year. Uh, then we have one more. This is a a three star uh, defensive end. Out of three-star defensive end, out of Fed, Alabama, uh, his name's Brett Aldridge. He's five foot nine, two hundred fifty pounds. Uh, he's three-star, like I said. Top three schools are Alabama, Florida, and Georgia Tech. I'm so really looking forward to seeing where he goes and where he performs, uh, where he gets recruited to. Uh, now moving on from recruiting to Football. Week one is coming up to be the first couple games we'll see. We only have two games slotted for our teams that we are watching this year. Now, the first game that we're going to be watching is going to be Kentucky and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is coming in ranked seventh in the country. Uh, they have a better overall ranking than Kentucky. Better overall rating offensively, defensively. Um, Herb Street in the game says that Ole Miss is going to win. I think, I think it's going to be Ole Miss as well. I mean, Ole Miss is a team that I think is is really going to make some impact this year. I, I would be surprised if they lose more than two, three games. I think they're going to be a team that's going to make some noise this year. And then uh, our second game that we have is Maryland and Florida State. Uh, Florida State ranked 25th overall in the country. Uh, Florida State's a team that I think will win four games, or excuse me, lose four games this year. Uh, eight and four, I think nine and three is a good record for them. Uh, in this game, I see Florida State winning, so does Herb Street. They're just a better overall rated team than Maryland. I just, I don't really see Florida State having a huge, huge season, being honest. Um, Looking at the preseason polls, LSU is number one. Uh, it's Oklahoma, Alabama, Oregon, 
Michigan, uh, top five, Auburn, Ole Miss, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Virginia Tech are the top ten after that. Um, so I really think this year is going to be a good one. Um, hopefully these podcasts a lot more. Um, looking at maybe once a week is kind of the goal uh, to get them out, get them moving, uh, get them to y'all, just to add a little extra extra to this, this league. Uh, it's something I'm excited for. I hope you guys are excited as well. Um, like I said, if you want to get involved, uh, join our Discord. Follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, or ICA Football and YouTube, ICA Sports on Twitter. Um, Discord, I'll put a link in the Discord in our show notes. I'll put a link in Discord on Twitter. Like I said, follow us on Twitter at, at ICAA, all capital letters, ICAA underscore sports. Uh, you'll find us. Um, can't wait to talk to you guys again. Get ready for some football. Hopefully this week sometime. Um, go to our YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell. So when those games do get posted, you'll be notified. Um, thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. Peace.